Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. One thing I do remember from my childhood, as we all do, are the lyrics to songs. We can't get those out of our heads. Once we've learned them from way back then, we see them, we hear them, uh, we, uh, and, and it all just comes back to us. Even though we didn't, we, we, we didn't think we would have remembered it. How? Does that work? Professor Clorinda uh, Panabianco is a, an associate professor at the School of Arts and Music at the Department of uh, Department at the University of Pretoria. A very good morning. First of all, has the news has the news broken in Pretoria that Nesquik is being discontinued? Yes, it has. <laughs> very sad indeed. Very, very sad indeed. Because again, that's something of our childhood, right? Because taste does the same thing. Uh, not what we're talking about, but the reality is that taste does create all sorts of memories. Absolutely. And the clue is also the fact that you say when in our childhood, so it was probably our teen years, which is a part in our lives, which is really very, very prominent in, in creating long lasting memories. So that's also a bit of a clue as to why lyrics stick. So, so let's talk about those because I, I do wonder why we remember lyrics. I mean, I recall when we were younger sitting, I remember sitting with a friend with a record player and it, it was Alphaville Forever Young and we wanted the lyrics and we would stop and start it and write the lyrics down and I would never now forget those lyrics. But is it because of that process or is it because uh, it was part of a childhood or a teenagehood that that is actually quite dear to us? A little bit of both, but mostly because of how we are, as, as humans, process music. So when we are involved in music, especially in music with lyrics, we are engaging more parts of the brain, and that sort of gives us a, a, a super processing system. So we engage both the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain. Left side of the brain, obviously, um, hemisphere is, has to do with language processing. But when you combine that with the right side of the brain, which involves music processing, you have a very, very uh, powerful uh, tool um, for you to then remember. And then, of course, memories are, as you say, very, very strongly uh, associated with emotions mm. and lots of what we remember of our childhood. I mean, especially the songs that, that are probably most dear to you are the ones that you remember from your teenage years. For sure. And and there's no question. <laughs> if I think back, it was, you know, grade 10 tour here and this event. Uh, it was definitely all about those experiences. So, so in in that sense, music sort of triggers when we, in our teenage years, our strong developing sense of self and the, the experiences that we have as teenagers then um, become extremely vivid and um, especially if, if music is associated with it. So the fact that uh, music accesses multiple parts of the brain is part of a clue why we remember and, and why we, we have such um, an amazing um Affinity for music and remembering lyrics over time. It's because we, we're not only using one center of the brain, music activates multiple centers of the brain simultaneously, including memory, and associated with memory is obviously emotion. And so, so why like then, said, so why then do we remember more from our teenage years? You know, we've, we, we experience emotion our whole life. 
our teenage years are where we are have a strong sense of developing sense of self, uh-huh. right? We're trying to find our identity, and there's a lot of of uh, very strong emotional things, cognitive and emotional things that happen during our teen years. What's, what's actually so quite is, interesting is, and now that you're saying it, uh, in in a way, because we, I'm always looking for music, and I love music, and we're looking for music for the show, uh, my teenage daughter, for example, will often send me music, and it's actually become almost part of a language that we have through music and by sending me that music she's recognizing and feelings and I can get a sense of where she's at in a way and it's so interesting yes so so one can tell so much about people's musical preferences because it says something about their personality about how they think about the world about their social system oh, yeah, I'm worried about, about their- you now Makundi hey I am worried about, I'm just worried about our controller's taste in music and, and therefore what it actually says about him. But all right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> yes, music preferences are definitely rather telling. Mm. It's, it's very interesting. So, so it and, does. And, it, it, it really, and, and that's why I guess as teenagers, and I don't want to make it a gender, but a teenage girl thing is, is sometimes very, very, whoa, quite heavy actually. Yes, they, they really, I mean, all of us, I mean, music really has the capability to evoke and invoke really, really strong emotions. All right, so I've got a great um, question for you, which, which, which it, it might not be easy, but, but think about this. We were talking earlier on the show about, um, in the United States, they've just found a, a time capsule at one of the, at, at one of the military academies. They're opening it today. They think it's from 1820. They don't really know. And I was saying to listeners, if we were to put together, if we were to create a time capsule of, let's say, South Africa or 2023 or or this era, uh, we'd put certain things in. If I had to ask you a piece of music that that we could put in a time capsule that would capture, it doesn't need to be from 2023, let's just say our age and stage of of living, would you know, what would you put in there? Gosh, if you just think from a national, like if I if I sort of invoke my um, mm. my sense of um, South Africanism, yes, um, the song Kosi um, Sikelele, for example. Yes, yes, yes. That is something that because it's a our anthem, it's a prayer. It it actually says yes. so much about our hopes and our dreams, really. Right. Yes, and it says something about where we're at, and it's a sense of national feelings that that invokes, and that's also important. Some other songs you uh, so from. Gosh, I'm so much into my classical repertoire. Right. But Maybe uh, I would think, um, oh, that's a very difficult question. I'm sorry. I know it was, and I know it was totally left field, but it's, it's just so interesting because music, it goes back to that, that music is such a, a, an important part of defining who we are. Right. Absolutely that. So, and as I said, our musical preferences, it says a lot about our musical preferences, but if we were to put a time capsule, I think it's a really wonderful exercise. So we would think of what, what South African music, what is mm. our iconic African music that we would put in there? I'd love our listeners um, to participate as well. 34519 or 0618951019. If you had to choose a piece of music that you would put into this time capsule, 
what would it be? Uh, it's, it's, and uh, you know, the other thing that's so interesting is uh, it, on, on, on the show every morning round about uh, 6.35 or so, I find a story, a weird story in the news, and we try and match it. Mukundi matches it to a song. And and what yes. I find so amazing about it is you can have quite a serious story or maybe a bit of a wacky story, but by bringing music into it, it creates such a, a an element of humor and thought. So music really does plug into so many aspects of our personality. Absolutely. So many layers. And again, the emotional aspect of it and, and the memories that it evoked. I mean... It, a piece of music will evoke completely different memories for you than for me, for example. And you'll have completely different emotional associations to what kind of memories a piece of music can evoke. Unfortunately, it's all, is, yeah, it's so interesting. It's all we have time for. Karen says, what about Johnny Clegg or, or my special oh, star, really? PJ Powers? Uh, absolutely. I was going to say, um, I'll give my age away about Mango Groove and Johnny Clegg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, absolutely right. We do need to leave it there. It is 8.31. What a, a lovely conversation with Professor Clorinda Panibanko, uh, an associate professor at the School of Arts and uh, Music Department at the University of Pretoria.